Hi, folks. Welcome to Follow the Leader, a podcast focused on telling character-driven stories through the use of GMless tabletop games where we can all take the lead. You can find us on Twitter at FTLcast and at FTLcast.com. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash FTLcast where you can get episodes early, outtakes and bloopers, and bonus episodes. Today we're playing Anomaly Containment Breach by Carter Richmond. For those of you who are new to this game, here are the basics. Containment Breach is a tabletop role-playing game about a supernatural anomaly escaping from a facility where it has been contained by a sinister organization. Though the story of each game of Containment Breach will be different, there are a few things that will remain constant. There will be a sinister organization, their facility, and the anomaly that has escaped. I'm August, and you can find me at Harpydora on Twitter. My pronouns are they, them. Playing with me today, we have... Mac! Hello! <laughs> Hello, I I got ahead of you because I was like, are 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 they going to say my name or am I going to have to say my name? Hi, I'm Mac. Uh, you can find me on the internet wherever you get good content at Citadel of Sorts. Uh, you can find the writing that I do about wrestling since I started doing that again uh, at GateCrashers.fan. Um, I got some shit in the works. Um, yeah, that's me. Hell yeah! It's just us, so yeah. that's it. That's all we got. <laughs> Our lines, things we absolutely do not want to see, are homophobia and transphobia, racism, sexism, anti-Semitism, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, unwanted pregnancy, and plagues and pandemics. Our veils, which are things we're fine with addressing but will just fade to black on, are steamy situations and terminal illness. Content warnings for this game include horror, body horror, and graphic descriptions of bodily harm. Now that we've got all that, Let's get started. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Ye dare I say, ha. <laughs>
All right. So this game has uh, a lot of touch points in like the SCP Foundation, Magnus Archives, Warehouse 13. Um, and from a game de design perspective, uh, it has a lot of inspiration drawn from uh, Avery Alder's The Quiet Year, which means that we will be using a deck of cards as our primary means of interacting with the world. But to start the game, we do want to think of a broad genre for our shadowy organization and their facility. Um, I know that uh, we're both coming off of kind of fantasy settings for the last time that we visited these characters. So do we want to go more like a sci-fi cyberpunk or uh, something a little more grounded in reality or... Hmm. <laughs> it's always a difficult question because I'm like, there's a part of me that wants to go like take the fantasy like like bridge the gap between the fantasy and the sci-fi that we started off with and head in a like a urban fantasy sort of magnus archives direction in terms of setting i'm down with that and i feel like that jives most with the sort of stuff that i would want to be doing in this game okay yeah um i'm down with that and I'm also completely fine with uh, anachronisms as well, because, like, if that's the kind of shit that the organization is uh, investigating, then we can we can fuck around with time. That's fun. That's interesting yeah. to me. Yeah. So I'm going to jot that down. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and as for the facility that our anomaly is breaching. Are we thinking, like, secret underground bunker, museum of mystical artifacts, corporate research facility, a compound built to hide a dimensional rift is always fun? I love shit like that. <laughs> I love a dimensional rift. All right. I love, I love Chekhov's dimensional rift. Same. All right. We do love a Chekhov's uh, dimensional rift. Now, the anomaly. Why don't you tell us a little bit about our anomaly, Mac? Yeah. So, I was trying to explain to a friend of mine yesterday what happened the last time. And it has been a long time since, since it, in, in real time, since we recorded that episode. And also, my memory is shot. And also, I got my wisdom teeth pulled out, and it pulled out my entire memory of the beginning of 2022 with it. So, okay. Our anomaly is Vi Dumarsh. I don't want to call Vi a creature. I don't want to call Vi a person. If I'm looking at this list in the game, the funniest thing that I could call Vi would be an ancient curse. I saw that and I knew that's what you were going for. Oh and my that's, <laughs> that's delightful. Oh, I, lo I love that. I love that about us. Um... But I don't think that's necessarily quite right either. Once upon a time, Vi was dead. Then Vi became not dead. And then Vi became unstuck? Question mark? It's kind of unclear what happened. Vi lost 
the the concept of being in the attempt at killing a god and there are just shards of thy kind of just scattered and the anomaly is one of them vi dumarsh uses no pronouns by the way vi is just vi that's all there is to it all right we'll get to uh why vi is uh breaching vi's containment in the course of play i think but just uh safe to say that vi is not the only familiar face in play here at the moment so we don't play player characters in this game so i'm not really playing vi here but i am also playing vi here i have drawn some spindle wheel cards they have given me some information it'll be great you'll see yeah this game isn't really played with player characters a lot like uh the quiet year but characters do come up yeah and you know there could be other characters around and about uh helping or hindering uh vi as things go on so we primarily represent the perspectives of both the escaping anomaly and those working to contain it but at the start of the game very little about the situation will be known the game encourages us not to hesitate to say something big about the state of the world the nature of the anomaly or anything else in the early turns uh, making big decisions quickly will give the other players more to build on. So this game does operate in turns, during which a single player makes decisions and describes their thought processes. During a player's turn, uh, they can do three things, resolve a card, advance projects, and take an action. Like I said, this is very similar to Quiet Year, uh, so we won't belabor the mechanics, just know that there are three parts to the turn, and unlike the quiet year anomaly uses a tarot deck which is super fun so love a tarot deck love a tarot deck all right shall we get started with our containment breach yeah yeah let's do it uh since i am leading how about you go first uh start by drawing a card oh great all right Throw me under the bus. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's fine. Um, hopefully this will give us some baseline stuff to. All right. So first draw a card. I'm, I need to look at this. It would be very cool. It does not specify in the game text. It would be very cool if, because obviously it's quiet year like, so you get to choose one or the other. It would be very cool to have different prompts for upright or reversed. That would be very cool. Let me scroll all the way down to Five of Swords. Yikes. Yikes, we're gonna start here! Okay! So, my options are Facility Security, Find a Way to Hurt the Anomaly, How, How Does This Injury Manifest, or the Facility Security Try to Attack the Anomaly with Disastrous Consequences, What Does the Anomaly Do to Them When They Are at Its Mercy? Oh, boy. Okay. Um, okay, if we're going chronologically... Oh, great, that means I have to figure out how this shard of Vi is manifesting as well. Fuck. 
God damn it. I mean, you don't have to if you go the second option. But I don't but I don't want to because I think Vi is still in a weak enough position where Vi wouldn't be wouldn't be fighting back. Mm. If we're going sequentially, Vi is not fighting back because Vi is still in a position where Vi is like, where is Cornelia? Where is Nezumi? What happened? Why am I here? How did I get trapped? And not not able to rationalize at this point because in the moment of confusion and as such is able to sustain an injury. Oh, 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 oh. Let me, okay, so this actually, so this actually is pre-containment even. Mm. This is in the in the entrapment, and how it manifests is there is just this like, you know how when you like make a crack in a dark room and outside is light and the light just starts spilling through. Yeah, it's like that. Whatever little, <laughs> I'm gonna say this. Whatever little light is left in Vi starts to spill out and escape not like i mean at the speed of light but like you know not quickly but at the speed of whatever it's fine it's fine and i think that i i I don't think that the organization necessarily wants the anomaly to be injured so it's not a lot of it like it's not all of all of it's not all of Cordelia's light that escapes. I'll lean in. That's fine. But it's enough. Uh, let me see. And then we have to advance projects. We don't have a project yet. Yeah. Um, hold a team meeting or take an action based on the suit of the card that they drew. Well, this works because I drew a sword and that says secure or endanger something. And this would make sense that the first thing that we do is to secure secure the anomaly, if that is a direction that you're you're down with going for. Yeah, absolutely. We'll start at the beginning instead of in medias or and I, we can always skip ahead, but the card is just so perfect to start at the beginning. Yeah. Especially since I think I said that I wanted this to be I that's right. I wanted this to be the shard of Vi that was with Nezumi. And is now no longer with Nesame. So, yay. Poor Vi. Um, not really, but kind of. <laughs> so, let's see. Um, so when you secure or endanger something, either something that is at risk is removed from risk to some degree, or something not endangered is put into danger. Protecting something can help stop something interesting from being destroyed and allow it to be built on. So I'm, I'm kind of... I'm I'm kind of fudging this a little bit, but it makes more sense to me this way. Yeah. So what do you think what do you think we do in order to secure the anomaly? Hmm. So we're in a facility that's built to house a secret dimensional rift, and that's got to be giving off all kinds of really weird radiation and subatomic particles and things like that that they've probably learned how to harness somewhat Mm -hmm. and so it's a situation where i think that they learn how to kind of almost quantum lock vi Ooh, 
Or at least, yeah, yeah. Not entirely locking Vi down into a single point in space and time, but kind of creating a snag. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Awesome. It is now my turn to draw a card, correct? Yes, it is. There's no one else here. Yep, that's true. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't uh, stepping on your toes. Yeah, I think that's the end of my thoughts at the moment. I have some like other things, but I want to see how the rest of this goes before I before I drop them. Okay. So, Knight of Wands. Uh the anomaly is forced to adapt to new successful security measures, uh secure something and then take an anomalous action, and I will still take another action as normal or the facility is locked down as the organization retrieves critical resources, advance no clocks this turn, and lose something. Uh, you still take another action as normal. Um, I feel like the first one is what makes most sense, given what just happened. Mm -hmm. Like, Vi is in a state of flux and having to sort of figure that out, and so while Vi's doing that, uh, the facility is able to secure something. And take mm -hmm. an extra action. Mm hmm So. <laughs> I love the description for an anomalous action. Yes. The anomaly does something weird. Is it dangerous? Is it disruptive? Does it follow what the anomaly has been seen doing before? Use this to bring focus to the anomaly and what it does and push its story in an interesting direction. If you have an idea for this, I would like to hear it. I have an idea for this, but I also, like... I, I would like to hear if you have any cool ideas about things that Vi could be doing. So what immediately jumps to my mind is Vi is snagged with rift energy in like, you know, some sort of metaphorical or perhaps even literal net. So yes. what if Vi is pulling on that rift energy and that starts pulling other things through the rift? Ooh, that is very fun. I love the idea if one of the things that Vi pulls through the rift is something from the Sentencer. Oh. Like the original Sentencer. Yes. We're leaning heavy into City of Gulls levels of veil thinness here. Yes. Which I'm very, very happy about. How about a bunch of, like, the Candrona grow lights just, like, oh, start yeah. tumbling I through? I was just... I was just thinking about the fucking grow lights. I was like, oh, fuck those goddamn grow lights. Um, yeah. And how about that's what we secure? Yeah, yeah, that's very good. A couple of them are on, even though they're not connected to anything. Sounds good. And I still get to take an action. We don't have any projects spun up right now. Still no projects. I think I will start a project. Okay. I say that, but I don't quite have an idea. <laughs> we just want to have some projects rum rumbling. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. How about something that'll take, let's say, four turns is okay. mapping Vi's quantum signature. Hmm. Okay. So, like, when, when we say mapping Vi's quantum signature, do we mean trying to figure out when Vi comes from, or just, like, general, what are you? I'd say when slash where, 
Vi comes from. Okay. Um, I think that what are you is something that might be out of scope for this game. And as far as like how long it would take, because you're only really supposed to do six turns for projects. Oh, yeah. And that seems like a 12 term project, if not more. That's a, not even a question I have an answer for, but you know. Yeah. So, sounds good. Uh, right. Eight of Cups. How does the facility dispose of the dead? How does the anomaly take advantage of this? Or does anyone in the facility staff ever do field work? What skills does that give them that helps now? I'm going to skip over the dead question because I don't think that's... We're still not really in a point where Vi is thinking about that. But, um... So, field work. Um... Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think there's... I think there's, like, a dedicated team of people that does field work. I think there's a, like, there's there's a containment team of some kind. I think this was, a, like, a weird fluke. Like, this was a weird coincidence. No one was expecting to go out and find Vi. Mm -hmm. So, like, I and I think, like, it was very much a, like, the containment team was out trying to track down something else, and they found an anomaly on their readings. Mm -hmm. and that was how they ended up finding Vi. So, yeah, I think there is a containment team. I think there is, like, a... There's got to be an R&D team as well that doesn't stay... There's got Or a section of R&D that doesn't um, stay in facility because you can't have... You can't have a containment facility like this and not be able to adapt the things that you find to new conditions. So you have to be able to do, like, research and development, like, outside of your home turf. So, yeah, so they're not all, you know, they're not all bookheads. There's definitely a couple of wide-eyed interns, but that's fine. There's always interns. Um, what skills does that give them that helps now? With Vi? I, and I mean, also, we've contained a entire dimensional rift like at that point you can pretty much contain anything even if it doesn't have a form mm -hmm. so like the containment of vi is partially an element of surprise sort of thing and partially just skills that have been cultivated from you know years of dealing with things that are extra dimensional is i think my i think that's my answer okay so we'll advance that project done and then I can acquire or lose something is the cups action, which we kind of did on the last turn with the anomalous action. I think it would be fun to just, like, acquire something completely unrelated to Vi, though. Because we are a facility, and, you know, we're doing more things besides just researching this anomaly. Um... My brain automatically went, space! And I'm like, it doesn't have to be space, though. But it can be. I've got moons on the mind right now. <laughs> so I'm like, what if it's a weird moon rock? Not from our moon. Uh, that we don't know for sure. Something, something spits out. Which moon? We don't know. We don't know. Uh, acquire or lose something. Add a new object or resource to the narrative. 
What is it? Who has it? What can it be used for? Alternatively, what object or resource does someone not have and why do they need it? Uh, use this to create the potential for new interesting situations based around the object or resource or the need for it. Yeah, no, I think there's just this weird moon rock now. Okay. And I think the organization is... So, and this can also play into my original answer to the question posed by the card, which is that the organization, one of the, like, number one rules is that there is no such thing as a coincidence. Mm -hmm. So you stumble across a weird anomaly. That is not a coincidence. That has meaning. You don't, you don't brush something off if it seems random. Nothing, nothing gets brushed off. So this weird moon rock showing up at the same time as this anomaly and these Candrona grown, and we're going to keep calling them Candrona, and the same time as these grow lamps is like, nothing about this is coincidental. Mm-hmm. All of this has meaning. Now, does it actually? I don't know the answer to that question myself, but the, the organization is not in the habit of considering things as just, as, as brushing things off as coincidence. And I think that's my turn. All righty. The Three of Wands. A member of the staff suggests safety precautions. What setbacks will be caused by playing it safe? A member of the staff suggests safety precautions. What goes wrong because they aren't followed? Ooh. I think I'm going to go with a member of the staff suggests precautions, but what goes wrong? Okay. I think it's a junior member of the staff, like maybe one of the interns, like and someone who's easily spooked. Oh, bless them. And I think that they're into like some new age stuff. And because of the moon rock's presence, they kind of equate it with a particular type of crystal. Who knows if crystals in this plane of existence are the same as the ones in ours, but they interpret it as a bad omen and suggest that it be isolated in a room that has like lead-lined walls. So that way, like, the, the crystal's vibrations can't escape. And the way that this manifests is, you know, people laugh the intern off a little bit because this seems to be a fairly normal inert moon rock, but things just start happening. Like, something falls off a shelf and hits somebody in the head, or, you know, just people get a little clumsier just general bad luck starts to permeate the facility. Yeah. Lamau. So that is what happens. Not something super flashy, but something that definitely can affect things later. Yeah. Yeah. Because still no one's doing anything about it. Yep. Um, I have advanced the project. And now I get to take an action. Uh, Let's see. So wands is add a fact about something. Um, I kind of did that with the moon rock. But um, actually, I think what I'll do is I'll add a fact about the uh, lights from the sensor, which is certain things, certain components inside them have started to decay. And that Ooh. has caused them to yield unreliable result- results. Mm-hmm. So 
that's fun. That's very fun. They're just not having a good time here. No shit? <laughs> Four of Wands. Okay. This is a fun one. I like this one. Uh, Four of Wands. The anomaly is found editing the facility's records. What information has it changed? Why? Or, a report comes in from the organization bearing bad news. What about the information terrifies the team? Those are both fun. They're both very fun. I don't want to bring bad news just yet. And I think Vi editing the facility's information, the facility records, is extremely funny. And the facility doesn't have a lot of... So the facility doesn't have a lot of information about Vi, which would be the first thing that Vi would go to change because Vi is very smug about the fact that nobody knows anything about Vi. Mm -hmm. I think that Vi just starts redacting things. Like, weird things. And, like, some older stuff, so facility operations doesn't necessarily remember what it was that those reports said, but also newer things, like reports that were literally just filed, like, yesterday, where it's like, wait a second, I literally wrote this form yesterday talking about uh, I need a thing. Can I have a thing? Can you throw me something? You said throw me something, and all I could immediately think of is a rubber band ball. Yeah, fair enough. Um, oh, that actually works, actually. I can make that, I can make that work. So, the organization is simultaneously doing studies on time. And, I mean, that's one of the reasons why we're researching Vi's quantum signature. And we also have this dimensional rift down below, and we're, we're, you know, and some of the things that are being redacted are, like, actual things that probably should have been redacted in the first place. But there are sentences, like, sentences that basically boil down to, this is just a strange observation that we had, and not even, like, the actual observation. Like, there's, there's some reports that are being redacted where it's, where Vi is just being the editor and just being like, this is an extraneous sentence, you don't need to have this in here. Mm -hmm. And there's some there's some reports where there's just singular words that are being redacted. Um, and if anyone was able to read what those redacted words were, they might be able to piece something together about it, but they can't. So as far as anyone is concerned, it's partially editing and partially just random redactions and partially obscuring actual relevant information relating to their studies, which is setting everyone back, you know, sets everyone back a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, why is Vi doing this? For shits and giggles? Um, to exert power still. To, to be like, I am still able to exert power over my immediate universe. And also, I mean, I think there's a sense of, like, if Vi thinks... Vi can't see, um, and Vi doesn't know who's here, but Vi is like, if anyone goes in to investigate this area, if Nezumi is able to get into this organization, for even for something else, Nezumi could pick up the pattern, and Nezumi could realize that Vi is here. So there's there's simultaneously just like I'm fucking around because I am currently out of control and I need to be in control of something and partially I am leaving traces 
Mm-hmm. The first and only time that Vi has ever, the first time since Vi's first death, I think, that Vi has been like, I want to leave a trail. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Ow. <laughs> I hurt myself. Oh. Oh, well. Um. So we advanced the project. Yep. It is advanced. And I think that's four turns. No, it's, uh... It's not? I don't think so. Yeah, it's three turns. It'll it'll finish on the next turn, because I started it on Night of Wands. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. All right. What's your, uh, action? Um, yeah, I think I can start this project now. I think that we're close enough to pinpointing Vi's quantum signature that I can start a project to force Vi to manifest. Okay. That'll be a six. No, that'll be a five-turn project because I want you to narrate that. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) Sorry. No, I'm gonna throw you under the bus for that one, but I am like, I want to hear what you have to, what you want to do with that. More than, more than I want to. Okay. I got you, I got you. All right. Next card is... Oh, that's fun. The Devil. Oh, oh boy. Okay. So, uh, with Major Arcana, uh, there is no choice. Uh, So, for the Devil, the anomaly ensnares a member of the team. Their death is assured, but they manage to leave a cryptic cryptic clue to save others what is their warning and what form does it take so that's interesting um i don't think and you can correct me if i'm wrong here because you'd mentioned that we're we're not quite to the point of like intentional bodies yet so i don't know that this is necessarily an action that vi intends to take I think that we can be, I think that we're at the point of self-defense, specifically. We are not at the point of offensive, of of offensive killing. Okay. Vi Vi did not need that much time to to, to settle. (laughs) Okay, okay, cool. So, I think what this looks like is the containment team kind of swarming where they've got Vi locked down. And there's a hush in the room as they bring out a contraption that honestly looks like it probably belongs in a steampunk comic, but not a good one, a bad one. There's like a whole bunch of stuff that on it that does not make sense why it's there. But for whatever reason, the contraption is still very functional uh perhaps not even in spite of all of the superfluous stuff but because of it uh and it has an air of thick ozone around it as it's obviously being powered up and it's not like shooting a ray or anything like that but it's like a tearing at the reality around Vi and I think the injury that Vi sustained at the very beginning here tears just a little further open and Vi 
would Vi scream here? Yes. I was going to say it, so yes. And that noise is just a shattering thing. And the very nearest member of the containment team bursts into these agonized sobs before they're dragged away. And it's in the infirmary where they're slowly losing their grip on reality and slowly losing their grip on life itself that they're able to give the warning don't do this again and that's their final words yikes so that's fun yeehaw Oh, Vi. Oh, oh, Vi. Yeah, and that, I mean, that tracks with what I said before about Vi, where it's like, if you try to look too closely, like, that poor lunch lady in the dark sentencer who had nightmares for two weeks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was re-listening, I was re-listening to Dark Sentencer, like, a week ago. It's good stuff. Um, I am trying to think of a funny thing that I can say about, about, metaphysicality to turn into an episode title it'll it'll come to me it'll come to me. <laughs> all right so the countdown for mapping vi's quantum signature has reached its end probably because of this right like like yeah it's like the, we get that cryptic warning we well yeah. it's not that cryptic um we get that warning and we're waiting and the ekg monitor has flatlined and someone's phone gets a and it's like well we know when the anomaly is from mm-hmm. and this is where is Vi reading as being from is this like are they able to get a definitive or is this one of those things where they just get like a constellation of pings like it's not that they can't tell it's that you know one ping of, of Vi is from 1950. One ping is from the far future. One ping is from right now. One ping is from, you know, several thousand years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. And there's, like, some of the pings are stronger than others. Like, I think there's, like, one very, very insistent one that's from, like... You know what it is? There's mm-hmm. one very insistent one that seems to be from no time at all. Love it. And the, like that one can't be like that one there it's it's pinging. It's pinging very hard, but it is not at all conclusive. Mhm. Like it can't be traced. Yeah. So Sounds good. Um I have advanced the Vi project. And now I get to take an action. Let's see what the action for Major Arcana is. I think it's... Isn't it introduce a character? It may be introduce a character. Oh, it's an anomalous action. Oh, it's an anomalous action. Great. The anomaly does something weird. The the anomaly is always doing weird things, is the thing. Hmm. I don't think I'm going to take an anomalous action. Um... Let's have a team meeting in the wake of that. And I think even though there's just two of us, maybe we should go twice to represent a wider variety of the the staff and the perspectives of the staff. Okay. That's fine with me. 
And this is a bunch of people scrambling in the wake of our poor containment personnel's death. When was the last time we had a death? Is that, uh, I can just pose that as the question. Yeah, okay, that's that works for me, too. Except maybe not when was the last time we had a death, but when was the last time we were put in such danger? Mm-hmm. And this is from the perspective of probably one of the higher-ups who is a little disconnected from the day-to-day operations. And that's why it's even a question, because, like, this person is just so out of the loop in a lot of ways and so insulated from what happens on the ground. And I don't think it's a very popular question. Oh, no, it's not popular at all, because... I mean, I think the the first response is like very obviously like, I mean, we're we're in some sort of danger like this almost every day we venture out into the field. But and I think like like this person like looks at like the rest of their team, which is probably a containment team Mm -hmm. and is like, I don't remember the last time we dealt with something this sentient. I think the next person to respond is one of the R&D members, and this person says, we've never dealt with something this sentient before. This is something entirely new, and clearly there is a high cost to dealing with it, but I think that this cost might be worth it. And there's kind of there's kind of another like probably like the middle ground higher up in between like the person who's like so out of touch, like probably the direct supervisor who's like, it's absolutely always worth it. But just remember, if it ever gets to be too much, if you do feel like, you know, this is. There is an opt-out clause in your contract. And everyone kind of looks at each other because they know what that opt-out clause says. Mm-hmm. And it's a, the, the supervisor is, has a smile that's just a little bit too wide. And it's like, you can take it at any time. And I think it comes back around to the higher-up. And the higher-up kind of, you know, clenches their fist and says, Remember why we're paying you. Mm-hmm. And that is our team meeting. Everything is adjourned, and some people are probably not happy about it. Yeah. But it's it's kind of like, did you really fucking expect to get, like, an actual answer from higher-ups? Hey, people, mm-hmm. this is why you need to unionize. <laughs> this is a story about unionization and also killing all bosses. Yep. SCP Teamsters Union. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're probably not actually going to do that because that's, I'm not necessarily interested in telling that story today, but. Yeah. Another time. It's fun to think about. It is. Magnus Archives, but what if, what if the archivists are unionized? Yes. Um, great. All right. I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull a card. (laughs) King of Pentacles, which is great because I was just thinking we hadn't had a pentacles yet. So we haven't introduced a character yet which means I get to introduce a character. But first, I get to answer these questions. Well, one question. One question. 
King of Pentacles. <laughs> King of Pentacles, who's in charge of the facility? How often do they talk to the rest of the staff? <laughs> or what's the least pleasant job in the facility? How has the containment breach, which hasn't happened yet, uh, made this even worse? We haven't done a containment breach yet. Well, I mean, Vi in and of thyself is a breach on reality, and Vi certainly could make things worse just by being present. Just by existing. Yeah. That's true. So, the least pleasant job in the facility is probably the filing assistants. <laughs> Not to not to get to Magnus Archives, Johnny Sims, if you're listening to this, I have a lot of respect. But, like, <laughs> that filing system is a fucking disaster. Like, no one has been maintaining it. So anytime someone is... Well, it's not that. It's that everyone files things back the way that they think that they should be filed. And then the anomalous content of the facility then also misfiles things. And now that Vi is here, it's getting even worse. So the the poor file assistants have to run down and they basically end up spending hours, like, thinking. They get really good at finding things, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to take this opportunity, actually, <laughs> mm -hmm. to just to just do the thing. Sounds good. Another another shout out to my 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 dear friend, Sasha Renault. So I am going to borrow a name directly from a spindle wheel card. And I'm going to name this character Solomon Ash. Solomon Ash is a filing assistant. Solomon Ash has gotten very good at finding things. But Solomon Ash has been struggling lately. Solomon uses they them pronouns. I just I just accidentally read the one of the questions for Queen of Pentacles and it makes me so happy based on what I said before about a weird thing that uh Vi was doing. Um Solomon is very, very good at finding things. But even Solomon is starting to have trouble finding files about that dimensional rift specifically. Because there's still a whole team that's dedicated to that dimensional rift. And listen, Solomon doesn't like being around that dimensional rift, Solomon would much rather be in the file room. Unfortunately, Solomon is very good at their job. And you know what happens when you get good at your job. I am I am experiencing this. I am so good at my job that people are constantly asking me to fix problems. So people are asking Solomon to go find files that have been missing for years. And Solomon has typically like been very good at finding those files but after after the death of that poor containment intern it's gotten harder so i'm that's that's my character introduction as well as as well as my answer to the king of pentacles question sounds good i'm sure that i'm sure that solomon won't come back up later yeah solomon's just going to have a a normal one Solomon's just going to have a normal one. All right. I am going to flip my card. That is the Knight of Swords. Someone seizes an opportunity and takes a place of power in the facility. How does the team think the anomaly was involved? What will they do about it? Or someone seizes an opportunity, accomplishes something incredible despite the risks, what did they accomplish, and who was endangered to do it? Ooh. 
those are both interesting to me, so I'm going to flip a coin to see which one. Okay, so someone uh, seizes an opportunity accomplishing something incredible despite the risks. I think I want this someone to be Solomon. Excellent. But I'm trying to, to figure out what do they do. Hmm. I want it to be related to their ability to find things, but I'm trying to figure out how that endangers somebody. Mm -hmm. Ooh, how about this? How about Solomon needs to find something that can only be pulled out of the rift? Ooh. And so Solomon ends up having to have someone use the tools to hold the rift open but because of how Solomon has to get in there, it leaves the door open. Like, either literally leaves the door open or figuratively leaves, leaves the door open. Why not both? Yeah. It can be, on, on all levels, including metaphysical, the door is open. There we go, I got the line out. That was what I was trying to hit before. <laughs> I Oh, I have another funny joke now that I can, that I just thought of. Um... Which is, uh, specifically for Jeff Stormer. I'm doing a lot of name dropping in this episode, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> specifically for Jeff Stormer, on all levels, including metaphysical, dinner is ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tweet that one too. Just for you, Jeff. And this, this leaves the whole facility at risk. Um, but I don't yeah. think Solomon knows that. Oops! There's an opening for Vi there as well. Yeah. I think it's worth putting under the acquired column whatever it was that Solomon pulled out of the rift. So I yeah. think it's it's worth figuring out what that was. I like the idea if it's just some unknown artifact. It is just a thing and it emits a frequency and we do not know what the fuck it is. Sounds good. I am advancing, forcing Vi to manifest. And let's see. Swords is secure or endanger something. I think I am going to endanger the integrity of the wards, for lack of a better word, that keep the rift contained. Mm. Yeah, I think that makes sense. All right, you're up. All right, I gotta start a new row. I could zoom out, but that's not fun. <laughs> Ten of swords. A lot of swords. A conflict... Okay, I'm gonna say this, but I know what I'm picking. A conflict amongst the facility staff leads to bloodshed. Who is injured? Who is bitter about the resolution? Or the anomaly turns its attention to the facility staff. Start a project to represent its attempts to target them directly. We all we all know what the fuck I'm doing here. It's Vi. Vi wants out. Yep. Vi needs to make sure that Vi's people are okay. Vi doesn't know when Vi started considering Nezumi one of Vi's people, but yeah, that's true. So here's a project. We're gonna start a we're gonna start a project. This is um This is Vi being like, Oh, are you going to make me manifest? That's fine. Once I've manifested, I'm going to claw your eyes out. 
So it's going to take another couple of weeks. Uh, let's say four weeks. Because Vi needs to know how it is Vi is going to manifest before Vi can start getting at anyone. Sounds good. All right. I went ahead and I ticked down the counter for the uh, Forcing Vi to Manifest project. Sure is. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what is your action? Um, I'm going to put the containment team at risk. Oopsie! Sounds good. Because they're going to be that first line of fire. Yep. Like, like that's gonna, those are going to be the first people that Vi gets Vi's hands on. Jesus Christ, so many swords. I have pulled the Six of Swords. This does not surprise me. And the Six of Swords is... What consequence of the anomaly's escape is the facility's medical teams completely unprepared for? Or... What supernatural effect of the anomaly is something the facility is able to handle easily? How much more devastating would it be if the anomaly escapes? I kind of like the second one, because we have seen that they've been able, like, when they're not prodding at Vi, they've been able to handle Vi pretty well. Yes. So I think that the current thing that they've been able to pretty easily handle is Vi's instability. Yeah. But what we don't know is if Vi, in this particular plane of existence, can use that instability to destabilize the reality around Vi. And like I said, it's in this plane because I know that we haven't seen Vi really do that before, but right. this is Vi on the other side of a dimensional rift. Right. And this is also only like a a sliver of Vi, right? Like this is this is Vi at 10% power. Yep. So speaking of trying to contain Vi, uh we mm. are forcing Vi to manifest. Well, that's going to be fun. I'm sure that'll go well for all parties involved. I think what we see is a bunch of warning lights on the consoles of the instruments monitoring Vi's containment room all light up at once and then immediately go out. The equipment that is providing an indirect visual on Vi's containment unit all cuts off. The only way to see what's happening is through the panes and panes of glass that separate the room from the monitoring station. And in that room, Vi has been kind of a sketch of a person. This is something that we've always seen as we've looked at Vi from an outsider's perspective. Our eyes have always kind of slid off of Vi's true form, but now we can't help but be drawn to it. As we look on Vi's features, we can't name what they look like, but we know that they're there, and we know that the configuration that they're in 
is terrifying. And in that moment where we can't do anything but stare, Vi laughs. And the laugh resonates throughout the entire facility, almost shaking the very foundation of it. Sort of in a echo of how Vi could make the sound of explosions in a cell far, far away from here. But this is more material. And as the laughter subsides, our gaze is allowed to wander elsewhere, and the equipment turns back online. And it's almost as if nothing has happened. Everything seems normal. Everything looks the way that it looked before. But in the distance, we can hear a soft chuckle somewhere that's not where Vi is currently standing. It's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!